This is a Fubar Radio podcast. For more information, go to foobarradio.com. Callum McSwiggan on Fubar Radio. Hello and welcome back to the Callum McSwiggan Show. Today I am joined by British pop singing sensation. Oh goodness. Jamie Hannah. Shush. <laughs> How are you doing, Jamie? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. This room is lovely and cold. Isn't it? Is it's just lovely. That's all you want in October, isn't oh, it? To be cold. I love a cold room. <laughs> yeah. um, so let's talk a little bit about you because I feel like you're making a little bit of a name for yourself. Am I? Yeah. yeah. Oh, shush. Okay. Well, I say making. I feel like you've already made a name for yourself. You're very kind. <laughs> um, baby steps, huh? Baby steps. Baby steps. Yeah, I don't know. You just kind of like day by day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Oh, you're suddenly a superstar. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, what? Me, walk me through everything you're doing right now. So obviously you make music. I do indeed. So uh, initially I was trained um, in opera, but I like, pulled out of that and then I started to make music for about a year. Um, I've released two singles. One of them was a duet with Boy George and then we kind of went on this massive sp- spiral whirlwind of a journey together. Did a couple of shows together and now kind of just making my own music and trying to kind of like create a sound for myself and an identity for myself without... The magnificent George. That's 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 incredible, and I love that. You know, we're we're like two minutes into the show, and you just casually say, "Oh yeah, you know, just did a did a song with Boy George." No, no, <laughs> bi- no big deal. No big deal. Oh, goodness, somebody <laughs> give me a slap. <laughs> um, I want to go back a little bit. Let's say you. So you trained in opera. <clears throat> yes, initially. That that that's that's insane. That's crazy. Yeah, it was a bit of a weird one for me as well. I feel like kind of I actually was kind of reflecting on it earlier today on my Instagram. And I was listening to some countertenors, like some arias, because I was getting incredibly stressed with like 300 emails on my computer. And I was yeah. kind of like, I, don't, I just didn't want to meditate. I didn't want to kind of like breathe. I was like, what is going to calm me down? And actually going onto YouTube and listening to some of like Handel's arias and just countertenors, which I've been familiar with during my studies, kind of like brought me back down to earth. And it was, it was, yeah. really, it was stunning. Oh. It must be um, really kind of helpful and beneficial to kind of have all of that knowledge around <coughs> music because I'm, I'm not saying that, you know, every musician doesn't know music and doesn't know the ins and outs of it, but I think it's, mm. it adds a little something special, I would say. Well, I mean, everybody's got their USP, so I, yes. guess, I guess that is my USP, I guess, but I mean, a lot of people have been trained, <laughs> trained in music, but uh, I mean, it's not always good to know the... The rules. That's why I kind of wanted to leave classical music because there were so many rules and regulations. You were like, actually, it's not ah, it's ah. Yeah, like fuck the rules. Yeah. <laughs> I remember like singing lessons. They would say to kind of like do an R vowel, but think an F vowel. Yeah. So it's kind of like you would always be like in this dilemma, of like you know what, fuck it, I just want to do my own rules and do my own thing. So that's what I'm gonna do. I, I think sometimes you know you you gotta learn the rules so you can effectively exactly, break them. And I feel like everything you're doing right now, Jamie, you are effectively breaking. The rules. Oh, God, it's like Miley Cyrus. <laughs> yeah. um, so, let, okay, let's let, let's talk about Boy George because <clears> that, that that is incredible. I absolutely, you say it so casually, and like <laughs> that's no big deal, but like, that that's pretty huge. Like, how did that even come to be? <sighs> Goodness. Um, so, I was working with a producer in St Paul's at the time, and we were we'd done a number of tracks together. Yeah. And George and himself were good friends, and they kind of sent through my first single across to him. George really loved it. He was across in the States at the time doing a comeback tour. And we started sending some stems across the ocean. It was all terribly dramatic. <laughs> and, uh, yes, yeah, so we, we had about a roster of about three or four songs and then shows House of Truth. And then 
kind of went on from there. It was like it was a, a long slaughter. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, he's uh, he's an incredible to work with, but he's a very busy man. Uh, yeah, I can, I, I, I can imagine he has an, an awful lot going on. Yeah, most definitely. Um, and how do you kind of <clears throat> like, obviously, you know, you make music because you <clears throat> have a passion for it. But is there like... <clears throat> any kind of like messages you want to get out there is there like what is it what sits at the heart of what you're trying to get out across and out there to the world i feel like when you write music it's every song is different and you can be subject to so many different opinions when you when you release your music but as long as you're making music that makes you happy there's not kind of like a strong consistent like moral or theme that runs through all my music because it kind of depends on how I'm feeling on the day when I'm writing that song. Yeah. But I feel like I would like to say that I would represent kind of, I don't know, f f like freedom and just like happiness. I want people to feel like happy when they're listening to my music. I don't want them to kind of like feel down or, I mean, it's yeah. okay to feel down, but I don't want them to feel like <laughs> the music is making them feel down. Um, I also use pronouns like him and him and stuff like that so it's yeah. always kind of like uh gay gay promo <laughs> what's gay promo what yeah, am i going yeah, on yeah. about but kind of gay like, promo gay promo <laughs> promo of the gays promo of the gays don't we love it um but i, f I feel like you know like I, I do feel like there's that there's <clears> almost <throat> like this uh, we, we're getting a lot more kind of lgbt plus artists coming yeah. forward now and you know singing with same-sex <clears> pronouns etc but you know if we jump back just a few years in time mm. that was something that you, you pretty dare. much never heard no. of and you even had some like out gay musicians still using she she i think i was even doing that when i was writing it my first couple of yeah I like, and mom I, and dad it, i'm straight i feel like it was the dumb thing so like i i do feel like we're still in the early days of that being a thing so yeah. i think it's I, I do think it's amazing that yeah, you're just being an advocate that. of it and just kind of like standing in solidarity with everybody it's not like you're competing with them yeah there's enough people on the planet to go around exactly i i do hear uh, like a lot of stories from you know people who are out in the music industry who've said mm. that you know people have tried to repress them from doing so and yeah. you know tried to bury their identity and keep it a secret yeah no most definitely i mean i've been advised as well not to be kind of it's not pigeonholing but kind of like to be associated with the lgbt scene yeah could pigeonhole you but it's like if it's part of your identity like I've got blonde hair maybe there's a blonde hair group you know what I mean like <laughs> yeah. pigeonholing myself down the blonde hair route as well like it's it's kind of like so menial yeah and I, I, I do feel like we are starting to gradually move away from that now you know an, an LGBT artist is just an artist who happens to be LGBT and mm -hmm. yes maybe they are getting a positive message out there and being a role model for LGBT people <clears throat> but at the end of the day it's just about the music you'd hope you, you would hope <laughs> Um, so we are going to be playing um, <clears throat> a new cover of yours yes. of Bad Romance here, yeah. which I was going to say this morning. It's not the morning, Callum. Where are you? Um, <laughs> it can be the morning. Uh, tell, tell me about why you wanted to cover Bad Romance. Specifically. <clears throat> so it's actually the 10th anniversary of Lady Gaga releasing this track. And she was the first major artist that I saw perform live. She was supporting Take That at Wembley Stadium in like 2004, 2005. And I was literally just spellbound. I was kind of... I was mesmerized how she could literally captivate an 80,000 man audience yeah. and woman audience and anything audience um, with just a grand piano and herself and her voice which was just it's kind of Ed Sheeran kind of vibe but she was so much younger and it was it was very surreal and that was kind of like I look back on that now it's kind of like a pivotal moment in my musical career with, with like contemporary music where I was kind of like I want to do something like that 
So I felt like it was a bit of like a homage um, to uh, Lady Gaga. I felt I kind of wanted to kind of say, it's so fucking pretentious, thank you. (laughs) But I was kind of like, I want to do something that kind of like, she has got the most incredible ability to be able to switch between so many different genres. Yeah. Which I'd like to think I'm I'm fortunate enough to be able to do too because of my classical upbringing. Yeah. Um, So I feel like I wanted to kind of like, dissect what is a massive Grammy Award winning song and kind of bring it back to its raw narrative which is just basically about sexual tension and loneliness which is what I relate to as well mm-hmm. um, so like why not kind of bring in my friends which I did from the Royal College of Music and we got the strings in together double track them sound like a fucking orchestra <laughs> um, and uh, yeah just made it kind of like cinematic but very me and I'm something I'm very very proud of and I really feel like this song is a big turning point musically for me and I'm very excited for people to hear it. It's it, it's so lovely to hear that and I I, I think <clears> often um, Gaga doesn't get quite enough credit. I know she's this huge superstar who's like critically acclaimed, etc. <laughs> who's gone? gone? <laughs> but I do feel like people don't give her credit for how talented she is oh, and how she really does, you know, sweep all those different genres. And the album and she did so. with like Tony Bennett that went completely under the radar for most people but yeah. remarkable how she can just switch. I mean, if you ask a classical singer, there's none listening <laughs> at RCM to sing some Adele I'm sure they probably couldn't do it right. so being able to switch from either genre is just phenomenal and like she just did it so seamlessly um, yeah she's fucking remarkable she is and I feel like she she, she herself is uh, she, she's an LGBT plus icon yeah. and I feel like she means so much to so many LGBT plus people out there yeah. which is which is incredible you can just go to one of her contacts and contact? <laughs> concerts and just kind of see the energy and you know you feel it just and the spirit of all the, the people that are watching her is remarkable. Yeah, I keep saying remarkable. It's very remarkable. Are there, are there any other artists you feel have kind of influenced your journey? Obviously, there's <clears throat> Lady Gaga, there's Boy George. Is there anyone else who you feel like has had a massive impact uh, on you and everything you're doing? You know what? Probably take that as well. <laughs> no, uh, I feel like my musical influence is very eclectic just because of the classical upbringing, which I initially was kind of like adverse. I wasn't kind of too happy being associated with it because it was kind of uncool at school okay but i'm making class cool again yeah. um <laughs> but i guess that like, i mean obviously like handel and like monteverdi and some of his stuff gaga boy george anthony the johnson's elton john like musical theater as well is phenomenal like hamilton like i'm obsessed with musical theater oh literally God. like uh, lin-manuel miranda oh, oh my goodness yeah. if you could like just sing me a lullaby <laughs> I mean, he did that. He did the Moana soundtrack. That's why I adore him. Yeah, jaw dropped. Jaw, my jaw just dropped. Just Moana. <clears throat> that that's what I'm here for. Have you seen Hamilton? I I haven't. I I'm, oh I'm very behind I'll the go trend. Book your ticket. I need to go and see later it. this I'm morning aware. when you get home. Like I've listened to the soundtrack to death, but you know I've not oh, actually gone to see it. There's this moment in the in like the first opening song where everyone comes up to the front of the stage and they're like holding hands and they're like in like ten part harmony and I'm just like oh my. <laughs> God. <laughs> um, we're, but we're not here to talk about other people's music. We're here. We're here to talk about Jamie yours. Hannah. We're here to talk about Jamie Hannah because <laughs> you are indeed the best. Um, I think we're going to jump in and play your latest cover, which I believe this is the first time it's been played it is. on the radio. First time anyone's hearing it. There you go. Exclusive Fubar Radio. This is Bad Romance. Jamie Hannah. <clears throat> Jamie, that was that was stunning. I, I, that was my first time hearing that, and that was absolutely amazing. Um, I'm imagining, like, what is it like seeing you perform? Like, well, obviously you've not seen yourself, but <laughs> I, I just imagine know. it feels like it would be a very grandiose spectacle. <clears throat> would that be fair to say? Um, 
No. <laughs> no, I stand there like a lemon. <laughs> Where's my lemon outfit? I'll dress as a pear for the next one. Um, I don't know. It's, yeah, I guess it's quite grand. I feel I... Whew, I love having strings. I love making it as kind of like classical as possible, but kind of still pop. Yeah. Uh, got like a drummer, pads, two BVs, just kind of like collectively jamming out together like a normal band would, but... I don't know with Jamie Hanna touch. <laughs> I I do re- I do feel re- like you really transformed that <clears throat> that, that version of Bad Romance oh, and that and that's, that's lovely kind. to see. Um, you know I think sometimes we see covers and they can be kind of carbon copy, whereas yeah. that felt like it was a completely different song while still playing homage to the original, oh, which is everything homage. you want. Isn't it's, it a phenomenal it's all you want to do. It's like fromage. <laughs> we all love cheese. Um, ha- we're going to play a game. Uh, this is Have you ever been speed dating? <laughs> No, no, never. I, I, I've never done like actual speed dating either. It, it kind of terrifies me a little bit to okay. try and like get yourself across in such a short period of time. <clears throat> oh, goodness. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> uh, so this game is going to be in three rounds. Um, Look at me. My mouth is getting dry already. It's, it's, it's OK. <laughs> you're, you're in safe hands here. Oh, <laughs> um, so in the first round, we're going to take... 30 seconds each mm-hmm. to try and sell ourselves. So this is our <laughs> pitch to each other um, to try and convince the other person <clears throat> that we are the ideal mate. How are you feeling about that? <laughs> you seem nervous. Oh. Let's go. Let's go. Do you want to go first? Uh, no, you can test the waters a little bit. Oh, you go God. First. Okay. Oh, I don't, yeah, I don't even know what I'm going to say. <clears throat> so you can press this button, number five, right here, mm-hmm. and that will start the timer. And that is when I will begin trying to. God, I'm nervous. For you, I don't my even friend. know what I am. Oh, I'm like, <laughs> my my head is going, and I'm like, what on oh, earth am I going to say I about myself? My heart I, is going. Fast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can press it. You can press it. I'm ready. Number I'm ready. five. Okay, yes, ready? number five. Yeah, go. Three, two, one, go. Okay, so I am a very adventurous person. I am always up for fun and a good time. Um, I'm basically, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a yes person. So if you say, do you want to do this like really out there crazy thing? Nine times out of 10, I'll say absolutely yes, I want to do that with you. Whether that's something cute and romantic or like an adventure or something of a little bit naughty, like I'm fully on board and I'm nice and uh, I'll, nice. I'll, 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 treat you, I'll treat you really well. Thank goodness you're nice, my friend. There <laughs> should be more nice people in this world. It's a really terrifying experience. And the, and the countdown Did you theme, get to see the numbers as well? God, I would hate to see numbers. I can see the, oh, I, yeah, I can oh, see the numbers ticking uh, down. It, <laughs> on the way over here on the tube, somebody was picking their nose and it was that kind of vibe. I was like, oh. Okay, sorry. I'm totally ready for this. Are you ready? Okay. Wait, no, 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 no. no, no, no. Do you want to push the button yourself? You can you can you can start you <clears throat> start yourself okay. in. All I can think of is I still bite my nails, but that's not what's going to Um okay, here we go, my friends. Go. Okay, so I'm a singer, everybody loves singers, I'm a musician, everybody loves musicians. I'm beautiful, I'm six foot two, I'm kinda skinny, I go to the gym, I got beautiful blue eyes that glisten when I go by the sea. Oh my god. I still suck my thumb <laughs> and I also bite my nails, and sometimes I paint them to stop me biting them, but then actually I kind of keep biting them because they look kind of pretty um, what else do I like I, I love dogs I used to have two dogs and I've only got one dog because well, actually both of them died and then I've got one um, I'm nice as well I love being nice um, I love sarcasm and I like good teeth 
<laughs> that was amazing. I feel Ooh. like you got all your like selling points in there so quickly. I'm beautiful. <laughs> all I said was I'm really adventurous and I'm nice. And you're like, I'm six foot. Oh, I've friend. got dogs. Two of the dogs are dead. <laughs> <laughs> These are crucial. This is our information was imperative. It, you got a, across a lot of information. Well, in I a- mean, my friend, adventurous and nice are very lovely adjectives as well. So I would actually go with you <laughs> over me because I just sound like an arrogant tosser. You said you were tall and you go to the gym and you've got nice <clears throat> teeth. These are these are. But things... I'm behind a microphone. Nobody can see me. Exactly. You need to get that information across. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> Divine. Uh, okay. So <laughs> round two. Uh, we're doing a haunted house of truth. See what we did there? Oh, hilarious. House of truth. That's that's your music. It's my music. Well, actually, it's Georgia's music, but yes, that's very exciting. Um, so in this haunted house of truth, we've got some Halloween-themed questions, and they're going to put the, uh, the lovely producers are going to put us on the spot, and we have to answer these questions truthfully. I have not seen them either, so I'm hoping they're going to play nice and not throw me under the bus here, which they lo- that's all they do every oh week God. on this show is, okay. is try to throw me under the bus. <laughs> so I'm sure that's going to happen. Um, I'm, I think I'm ready for my questions. You're going first. Okay, good. I, I guess I'm going first. That worked, that worked well last time. Are you ready for your questions, Jamie? Uh, we'll see. I'm, I'm asking for questions and no questions are materialising. I don't... Oh, okay. There we go. Mm-hmm. I've got the questions. Uh, okay, so it's a question and we're both going to have to answer, <laughs> answer it. it. Okay. Okay, so the first one At the is, same time. Um, no, I think we'll take it in turns. Okay. Uh, one, two, three. <laughs> when was the last time you peed <clears throat> your pants? For me, I must have, like a little kid. Yeah. I don't think, though I have had those moments where like. Little dribble. A little dribble. And it's usually like sometimes you go, as, as a boy, sometimes you go for a pee and then you like finish and like you shake it out and you think it's empty. Oh my God, I thought that was only and then you go to put it back and it's like, nope, there was a little oh. bit left. And it's really That's gross. so reassuring. I thought that was only me that had that. Oh, no, I think divine. I'm pretty sure that happens. To, I'm pretty sure that happens to everyone. Um, so, I, But I don't think that counts. That's just a little, 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 little splash, dribble, yeah. little, little dribble. It doesn't leave a stain or anything. <laughs> when was the last time you peed your pants? Probably the same, my friend. Probably, I can't remember. So probably very, very long time ago. But as I say, on par with you in the little dribble spectrum. Little dribble, dribble. I don't actually ever remember peeing my pants, but I'm sure I did it as a small, small child. But oh. I have no memory of that ever happening. Like Many I, times, probably. I don't know what that feels like. I was just actually just got back from Corfu. Um, and I was there last week and I was, yeah, every time you need to pee and there's no toilet nearby, just like, there's the sea, so just go in there. So that's probably the closest to it. So oh, I was, yeah, I was absolutely. like peeing in my swim shorts. But yeah, that's... but I, I do that now. Like okay. I did that like two weeks ago. Divine. That's... Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, I just caught you out. You must have peed in your swim shorts. It's not pants. This He's is lying on difference. his show. It's different. Um, uh, do we have more questions? Yes, we do. Okay, <clears> next <throat> question. Uh, what's your best Halloween party love story? Oh, I have, I have quite. A, I have a cute one. Please. Uh, I may have taught. I may have said this on the show before. I was dressed as Spider Man, and he was dressed as Woody from Toy Story, and like he was the most beautiful boy in the world and I was like that boy right there I'm going to marry him um, so I approached him he came home with me and we thought it was going to be a one night stand but then we ended up dating for like four months didn't work out in the end but but the adorable thing was we got like matching Spider-Man and Woody onesies about two months in because that was how My we heart. met yeah it was all very my heart <laughs> oh. I tell you in comparison mine is I don't think I've even got a love story not even a Halloween one not even an Easter bunny one not, <laughs> not, not an Easter bunny love story not a Christmas love story not a tooth fairy love story no they sh- 
fucking I need dishes. I need some kind of Halloween party story then. It doesn't have to be a love story. Halloween party story. Something outrageous, something. <clears throat> <clears throat> have you ever been to a Halloween party, Jamie? <laughs> what is <laughs> Halloween, honestly? What is it? I just have the fairy once. Um, oh, that's cute. <laughs> Was it a slutty fairy or like a regular fairy? Um... I haven't actually dressed up as a fairy. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of a Halloween party. I must, I mean, I really have been to so many, but I just... It really doesn't sound like it. So, sounds like you've never been to a party. I can, to be honest, I can really count my friends on, like, <laughs> one hand. <laughs> I, I genuinely see that as goals, though. Like, five solid friends who you really love and care about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Rather than, like, 600 people you don't know. Exactly. But, I mean, you might be invited to more Halloween parties and you might be uh, having more stories when you go on a radio programme. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We can, we can pass. We can yeah, pass. We can I pass. pass. <laughs> we, we'll pass. Uh, okay. Who is the sexiest horror <clears throat> villain? Ooh. I feel like there's... Oh, I don't know. Oof. I feel like there's... I'm struggling to think of any that I would have sex with, but I feel like there must be sexy horror. Superman a villain? No, he's the hero. Okay. He's the hero of the day. Um, I don't know. I was going to say Freddy Krueger, but absolutely not. Mm. Something about the claws, perhaps. Mm. Yeah, a little mm. Jason with his mask. I'm actually going to completely put my hands up here. I don't actually know many villains. Just, just the heroes. Yeah, I just the heroes. I don't, I don't associate myself with villains. Mm. I tell you who I do enjoy, though. In um, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, there's a scene where he's in the little crop top just before he gets murdered. And that like that that scene is, is everything. Did it make you dribble a little it bit? It made me have a little <laughs> dribble, dribble, yeah. So that was the last time you peed your pants. That was the last time I peed my pants <laughs> when watching Nightmare it. on Elm Street. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm really struggling <clears> to <throat> think of any sexy horror villains. I'm sure there are many. Yeah. But off the top of my head, I think that's it. Yeah. Uh, okay, we are moving on to round three. Uh, so, uh, this is a question. This is a scenario for both of us. You're going on a first date on Halloween. You and this guy are going to a themed bar and we'll see where the night takes you. You've discussed dressing up, but not the specifics. What do you wear? How slutty do you go? How spooky <clears throat> do you go? Hmm. I feel like it's... I, I feel like I would I always go pretty slutty for Halloween yeah, I do I think I'm going to put my hands well. up and say like lots of skin lots of skin out lots of skin as much skin as possible yeah so I would I don't know like caveman or something just it's a also little... kind of like this last days of summer you know October the 31st we're all kind of still thinking it's summer but it's not so just keep the skin out and keep like, the skin out remain optimistic yeah like we can shiver for one night a year yeah exactly I mean and you know what shivering then somebody might come give us a hug uh-huh. Yes, that's, that's everything I want, a hug. That's uh, my Halloween dream oh, right come there. touch me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, any ideas what you would dress as on, on um, this date? Goodness, I dressed up as an emperor once, which was quite fun. And I had like this like oriental Chinese jacket, but it was he was dead, which Ooh, was quite good fun. Okay. Um, I do have like, one, my one thing about Halloween is you can dress up as anything you like and go as slutty as you like, mm. but I want to see some scary yeah, I want a little bit scary, like and fake blood, my friends. Yeah, like no, I've it, done Spider Man so many times, and I always like do Spider Man after he's been beaten up. <coughs> you know, you got to add a little bit it's of like, gore in if there. If he's been beaten up, or if he's dead, or yeah, exactly. <laughs> if he's just been like dragged through the bushes, whatever you want to do, do that, but a dead version of it. Yeah, you know, you yeah. want to do Mar- like Marie Antoinette, do like Marie Antoinette, yeah. but dead, easy. I've seen Gemma Collins or Marianne Antoinette. Same thing. <laughs> very, very different uh, people, I feel. Um, okay, so the, 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 those are the three rounds. Now we have to decide 
whether we want to go on a date with each other based on everything we've just said. So I've got a little five se second countdown. I'm going to play it. And when it reaches zero, we have to say yes or no. Oh my God, of course. Oh, sorry. No, you have to wait. Fuck. You have to wait. I okay. Not I just want to let you know, we, we, we played the speed dating game one time before. Okay. And I said no. So uh, you don't just get a guaranteed yes. But humor. My, okay, because sorry. you're Because you're on the show. Just because you're the guest, it doesn't mean you get a free pass. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. Here's the countdown. <laughs> that is not the countdown. God, I've been working here for two years. And I still can't press the right button. Uh, where is my cat? Okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay, let's try again. No. Yes. Oh, <laughs> fucker. Why not? I think I really sold myself. Did you say no? Because I don't know how to push the right buttons. It was the slutty Superman that kind of was like... Uh, I was going down the adventurous route. Yeah, I like that. I liked the nice thing that was nice. Yeah. <laughs> you lost me on the, uh, slutty, uh, the slutty Superman. It was Spider-Man. It wasn't Superman. That's a very different superhero. So would, would slutty Spider-Man work or no? Can we retract? Can we <laughs> no, that's absolutely valid. Um, oh, so, God, you know, sorry. last time I said no, this time you said no. Maybe one day when I play this game, we'll get a match. <laughs> um, all right. I think it's time for a little bit more music. <clears throat> Let's do something spooky. Let's do a little bit of Bloody Valentine. Ooh. Kim Petras. So we listened to uh, Bad Romance, your version, a little bit earlier on in the show. Mm -hmm. uh, when can people download, listen, get this everywhere? Friday. 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 Okay. And everybody should absolutely yeah, go and do that, that immediately. It's perfect song. So when you uh, see the person that you've just had sex with <laughs> like, and you, they've been in their Halloween costume all night and you see yeah, them for yeah. the first time you know it's like put Bad Romance on it's the soundtrack of the 1st of November I feel like you've really thought this through mm -hmm, most Th definitely this was definitely planned <laughs> and not a complete coincidence most yeah. definitely <laughs> yeah. um, and you also have an EP releasing I do yeah all the music's year. ready it's coming out in January next year that's so exciting it's all very very exciting it's all new music and it's going to be yeah, just very exciting. Very exciting, very surreal, very very special for me. And what is it called? Or can you not release that information just uh, yet? I'm going to leave that one a little bit of mystery. Okay. Leave a bit of okay. mystery, but it is really nice, and you guys should listen to it. And will there be a little music video, perhaps? Always, oh, my friend. Yeah. Always yeah. a music video. Um, yeah, I did music videos for my past two singles, and they went down like pretty well. Went a bit of a hit, so yeah. Definitely. That's amazing. I'm so, so excited to hear. And we will definitely be playing it here as well. Oh, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to talk a little bit about, more about you and your thoughts <clears throat> about like your place within the LGBT plus community. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like I know that you have some quite strong thoughts on like the kind of like the, the, the pressure and like the influencer culture and all of that. Mm. So, like, what what you're as an uh, putting yourself out there as an LGBT plus person? What are your thoughts on like the pressures that surround that? Oh goodness, it's always difficult when you like offload your opinions on it when other LGBT people are listening because it's kind of like you feel that they're going to like fine pick everything you sure. say. Yeah. But so this is just my opinion, and I don't want to. If anything comes off offensively, I just want to apologize in advance because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not. I myself, what I really really struggle with is that you're in the closet for such a long time and you're, you have this secret that you keep for yourself, keep from your family, your loved ones. And then you suddenly become part of this community. And 
like with respect all the Londoners it's it's somehow so so saturated in London and everyone's kind of like competing with one another yeah kind of like striving for this unobtainable perfection which nobody can the perfect boyfriend the perfect Instagram the perfect job the perfect eyes the perfect body and really it's just not realistic and I mean I think people are really coming around to it now and I feel like it's kind of disintegrating and people are kind of um, engaging a lot more with authenticity authentic, being authentic <clears throat> But I mean, daily, I still can like look at my. I would like look, contemplate or look at my Instagram. I'm like, is that kind of like, am I posting things because I'm doing it for my fans and my music, or am I posting it because I want to go on a date with someone? Are they going to look at me and look think I look hot? Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like, is it a dating app or is it a method of kind of promoting my music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like a really weird contrast, which I mean, I've initially struggled with. Um, but as a whole, the community is really supportive of one another, and I feel yeah. like a lot of the LGBT Q plus community have really got behind my music, especially with George being attached to it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I just, you just, you have, yeah, little blips. It's kind of like a more personal aspect rather than the more musical. I think you touched on like some really important things there, though. Like, I, I definitely agree that I feel like there is this <clears throat> competition, and it's not like anyone's, you know, out there to get anyone else or be <laughs> better than anyone else. But we all feel this kind of overwhelming desire to be incredible. And I've, you know, I've read a lot about this, and you know that. Uh, theories that that stems from <clears throat> growing mm. up and not being able to be yourself and yeah. so in your adult life you then feel like you have to constantly strive to be the best yeah but it, it is something to be validated to kind of constantly like, yeah. be validated and i feel like you know i often <laughs> start like saying like bad things about social media i do love social media social media mm. is my job it's how i've grown my platform it's how i'm able to do everything that i'm doing now but at the same time i do think social media is responsible for a lot of negative things as well yeah. and it's certainly you know i i certainly feel a kickback to my mental health sometimes and that constantly like looking at other people and being yeah. like why is my life not as great as theirs why do i not have like amazing white pearly teeth or like yeah. perfect blonde hair or and all now, of these I mean, things i've been advised to post a lot more because i'm not really that present on my socials as much as i should be as a musician but mm -hmm. i'm like i'm really struggling with being authentic like i'm i'm myself this is just a thing i've done over the past few weeks i'm struggling to be like authentic and because i don't want to like I went to Corfu for a few days. I don't want to kind of like shove it in people's faces when they were mm. in winter that it was, I had the blue sea in front of me. Like, I, I don't want to kind of like have that perfect, I put the odd one up, but I don't want to have that perfect picture of me looking incredible and then put another one up because I mean, I've already got one up so I don't need to put another like five. Sure, yeah, yeah. But then it's kind of like, keep posting pictures, keep posting pictures and I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to post? Like a picture of my shepherd's pie? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it is difficult when it's genuinely a place where you want to share your life and share yeah. your life with your friends and your family and the people <clears throat> you really care about. Whereas at the same time, it's expected that you use it as a channel for promotion. promotion. And I kind of feel, I often feel in this place where I'm like, oh, I really want to share that, this lovely thing that I've done. And it's like, but it doesn't really fit in yeah. maybe my public brand or there may yeah. be not a point to sharing it. Yeah. And I almost like second guess myself. So I, th I, I, I feel like it's, it's tricky. Mm to balance it's so peculiar right and it's yeah. like not like it is spoken about but it's just like everybody's got this kind of like hidden hidden feeling about it themselves <laughs> that kind of like oh my god should I post that picture of me dancing with my towel in my bathroom but like I look kind of fit and <laughs> that chocolate cake that I baked last night that looked so good but Always. like I don't know if it fits the kind of like 
Louis Vuitton bag aesthetic. Please always post the chocolate cake and always post the naked towel photo. <laughs> the, the, those two things, we, we need Honey, them. I'm going to do it this evening. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. That will make us all very, very happy. <laughs> and the Louis Vuitton bag, for goodness sake. <laughs> sort of in there at once. I definitely have as well sometimes. Kill three birds in one. I definitely have where I want to, like, uh, just to keep things to myself privately as well. Like, yeah. I want to go to my friend's party and not post anything about it. Um, but you know I feel like people expect to know every detail of your life which isn't a very interesting thing it's peculiar (laughs) but I guess it's only you know this is only going to grow for you as you get bigger and more people (laughs) want to hear your music want to see your life become an international sensation yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) which I think will absolutely happen baby steps I like your optimism yes it's it's optimism based in reality is what I I like to say <laughs> um, so, what are your obviously um, support? Take that at <clears throat> Wembley, but what are your other goals for your career? Um, get that perfect picture with the Louis Vuitton bag and the chocolate cake. That that's definitely uh, something. Okay. But for my career, <laughs> no, my career, I gotcha, I gotcha. Um, I know, just keep collaborating with loads of different artists, make beautiful music, hopefully get some money from it. Yeah. Um, perform. Um, and just create some like new music, like stuff that kind of like breaks breaks boundaries, cross genres. Um, I don't, I don't know. Are there, are there any um, d- dream people you'd love to collaborate with? Aside from Gaga, <clears throat> I feel like that's a given. Um, you know, what would be really cool is like Andrea Bocelli, like meets Lady Gaga at once. Like we do like a trio together or something like that. That would that would be insane. <gasps> or kind of like. Uh, Joyce Donato, who's on like the Royal Opera House stage, and yeah. kind of like somebody really. Abstract. I don't know. No, Joyce Donato, Elton John, and me. I don't know. Just like something that was like so. I mean, it's probably been done before, but Jimmy no, Hanna's like going to do it again. I like it though. Though I feel like you don't go for the obvious cutie cook, cutie cooker, <clears throat> cookie cutter. Um, you're going for you know trying to mix it up, trying to make it more yeah. interesting, trying to do things that haven't been. Well, done I think before. what Ed Sheeran did in his previous album was remarkable, and him collaborating with Andrea Bocelli and just all these kind of like cross genre things were remarkable, and that's what made that album so kind of phenomenal. Um, but let's just let's do a little bit more Jamie Hanna twist <laughs> not the Ed Sheeran one <laughs> who's Ed Sheeran well that's incredibly exciting and I can't wait to see what you go on to do uh, we are going to be reacting to our lovely listeners sex confessions very very shortly oh, so if you are listening and you'd like to send in any last minute confessions you can do that by emailing callum at foobarradio.com and it's completely anonymous so we won't read out your name <laughs> on the radio or anything like that I promise I'm a virgin I've got no confession (laughs) yeah same me neither me neither Uh, let's do a little bit more music this is Graveyard now you've already you've already made it clear that you are uh, virginal Virgin Mary type. Virgin Mary, bless me with my <laughs> holy water and do not touch um, me with a penis. That, that, that is you. So um, are you excited to hear these confessions? You know do what? we need to cover your It's going to be the best part of my day, honestly. I'm okay. excited. Good, good, good. I'm excited too. Um, so thank you so much to everyone who has sent these <clears> in. <throat> uh, let's just jump right in. I'm going to read the <clears throat> first one. I'm trans and really worried about fitting in in the gay community due to recent horror stories we've heard in the press. Any advice? Well, I think the first thing I would say to that is that 
we need to ignore the press right now, especially mm. when everything they're saying about trans people, it's completely fear-mongering, it's completely misleading, and I feel like the press are making it seem like everyone is against trans people and yeah. everyone hates trans people, and it just isn't the case. And I think specifically within the LGBT plus community, <clears throat> we are an incredibly supportive people. Yeah. yeah we, uh, there's, these, th- th- there's this group right now, the... Uh, I can't even remember what they're called, but it's basically these, this small, tiny, tiny, minuscule group of LGB people who are being transphobic and don't want trans rights and want to stop trans equality, etc. But these are a very, very tiny number of people. We're talking like a dozen mm. people who are just extremely transphobic and they just happen to be LGB. They do not stand <clears throat> for the rest of the community. Not I that. do not know a single LGBT plus person. And to be honest, I don't know a single person in my life who is in any way transphobic. So ignore what the press are saying. Mm. Trans people belong in our community. The press aren't believable in anything in politics in history. Well, yeah, so just don't... disregard them. <laughs> just in disregard general. the press. <laughs> well, I guess what I'd probably say is uh, find your people and kind yeah. of if you have Instagram, kind of. I know I follow Monroe, Monroe Bergdorf, and there's many kind of like activists for trans. Kind of like find your group of people, find your niche, reach out to these kind of people if you feel uncomfortable. I'm sure there's a lot of people that are kind of in the same situation as yourself and are frightened. So. <clears throat> follow them and reach out to them and kind of connect with these people because they'll have the same stories as you. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think as well, like in terms of dating specifically, again, I feel like there's a lot of like false information out there about yeah. saying that like gay men don't want to date trans gay men. And it, it's, it's just not true. So I think, you know, it's, it's easier said than done, but try, yeah. try not to worry about these things because you, you belong and you fit in yeah. and we love you and we're fully ready to have fun and yeah I mean I told you earlier I've only got like five friends so I can have six <laughs> feel like you could like maybe cut one of those friends yeah. to squeeze a new one in well you've got to fit me into your life now <laughs> there so, we go I've got seven here we go seven friends there we go uh, would you like to read the next one Jamie it's quite it's quite an <clears> out there one goodness I'm... I can read it if you prefer yeah can you read it I can't. <laughs> okay I'll read it um, as it is the end of Locktober <clears throat> could you talk about chastity i've been into it for a few years and seen it really catch on and more and more gay guys especially are hearing about it and even one straight friend asked about it okay so uh locktober i i believe is where you lock yourself into like a chastity cage or chastity belt for all of october and it's like i think there's this massive community of people online who are like getting involved with like locktober and like I think it's something like I think this may have cropped up on my Tumblr once. Oh my goodness! Uh, I'm so shook. I'm so like naive. <laughs> I'm like living my little cardboard box. And I'm like, what? You do lo- you do look a little bit frightened over that. A little bit Fuck. out of your depth, perhaps. I told you I'm virgin. <laughs> I I think I think chastity is really <clears throat> interesting mm. and really really cool. And I have a lot of friends who are into it. I even got one of my friends gave me a chastity cage on my birthday once. So I do have one sitting mm. in my bathroom cupboard or maybe i'm doing october maybe i'm wearing it now mm. you would never know you would never know uh, suck on this lollipop <laughs> <laughs> um but no i think it's i think it's really cool and i really love that i feel like there are i feel like things like this are things that would be hidden and underground before and mm. i feel like we're finally getting to a point where people are more 
open to talking about this. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to sit down with my mum and be like, let's talk about chastity cages. But, like, just a, a dinner party? Or, yeah. like, maybe yeah. not. After a few glasses of After wine. After a few glasses of wine. Apple juice, if you're not. But anything. It's just, it's just let it flow and have a little chit-chat. Yeah, absolutely. Have a dialogue. I feel like there's a lot of, um, there can be a lot of shame <clears throat> um, surrounding, like, certain sexual practices and fetishes, etc. And I really want to break that down. Like, I think people are into all kinds of crazy things and that's something we should support and celebrate and yeah most definitely so if anyone listening is indeed um taking part in locktober well, write in and tell us for a start callum at fubarradio.com <laughs> but like good for you we 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 i'm Maybe saying we i like a lock you. november like lock november it doesn't it's not as catchy no, lock as december locktober lock it doesn't doesn't no, quite work you no, have to no. wait till october <laughs> next year if you've not got involved already uh okay let's move on to the <clears> next one I've been locked. Oh, wait. No, is this more information? I feel like, oh, God, there's more information here that I completely missed. Shall I read it? Yeah, Aww. let's read it. Okay. Uh, okay, so this is, the, this is the lovely person who wrote in about Locktober, um, and I completely missed this bit. I've been locked for 22 days, and it has really pulled me out of my shell and dating anxiety and, boosting, and boosted my sex drive, which is normally very low. Um, and then they go, yeah, I'm not going to read the rest. <laughs> it gets very, it asks very personal questions about my life that I don't, do not wish to answer. Um, but that, I think that's really cool that, you know, it's brought this person out of their shell. And yeah, you do you, honestly. Yeah, and boosting the sex drive. If your sex drive is normally low, I think you've, you've found the solution. So keep doing what you're doing definitely work. mine is just eat lots of oysters you know does that actually work because like i love an oyster but i don't really feel sexy after eating one uh, i feel like it's not very sexy the way you eat it is not very uh, nah, sexy nah, nah, you know? yeah it's, yeah <laughs> okay next one i'm a diehard lesbian and when i comment on women's posts on oh social media their partners get their backs up or the girls stop interacting so much with me. They think I'm hitting on them. How can I overcome this? I'm just paying them a compliment like anyone else. I feel like this is... Um, <clears throat> I, I kind of relate to this. Like, I am, like, really nice and over the top, like, when I'm, like, leaving comments on people's posts. So I would, like, have, like, a friend I'm really close to and I'm not, like, att attracted to them at all but they'll post a picture up and I'll be like put like drooling emojis and things like that because it's just my way of yeah, like, yeah, it's like witty being supportive I'm like you look amazing you look <laughs> incredible one up as well, yeah. Yeah, I'm like I don't actually want to have sex with yeah, you yeah of course um, you can usually tell if I want to have sex with somebody on, on Instagram because I won't be leaving those thirsty comments I'll be like this is a cool pic XO <laughs> <laughs> you know. Dear Anonymous, I find you very attractive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sending best wishes. <laughs> Callum. Kiss, yeah, kiss. I, get very, I get very awkward if, if, if I have a crush on a person. Don't we all, we yeah. all like pee our pants to a little dribble? Little dribble. Oh, oh it keep, keeps coming back to a little dribble. It does. I feel like that's our thing now. I we, need, we could be like dribble brothers. I kind of need a little dribble now, I'm not going to lie. A little dribble dribble? All this tea? Well, <laughs> we've, we've only got seven minutes left of the show, Jamie, so mm. hang on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Suppress the urge. Uh, so yeah, I like I relate. Do you have any advice for this person? Um, this diehard lesbian, as she put it herself. Maybe just I don't know how many comments you are doing on other women's posts a day, but maybe just like stop it a little bit and just kind of see how the engagement is, and then just kind of like yeah, just alter how you're posting maybe a yeah. little bit, but still be you. I wouldn't kind of like stop posting if you find them. It, w it would make me really sad if she was like, oh, this is <clears> such <throat> a lovely picture. You look beautiful. And then people yeah. are like, stop hitting on her when you're just being supportive. That would, I think, yeah. in a way, I feel like it's a little bit homophobic. Yeah, a tiny it little is. Bit. 
Maybe just be careful with the adjectives you use. I don't know. Yeah, if you're saying like, oh my God, you look sexy, you look fire, my panties yeah. wet, maybe that's not appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got me run into the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, those are the comments that I leave, but you know. <laughs> Uh, I think we have probably have time for one more. Um, just <clears> broke <throat> up from a two-year relationship and feeling a whole new, feeling like a whole new person. Had sex the other day and it was shit, but I don't care because it was sex. My ex didn't sleep with me for the last six months. That's amazing. Congrats on having sex again after your dry spell. We're very happy and pleased for you. Uh, yeah, good for you. Feeling like a whole new person. Mm. I mean, I think, uh, I think people see breakups as a negative thing too much. Mm. And obviously, like breakups are painful and they hurt and they suck. But at the same time, it's a new chance to try something new. Put yourself out there. Mm. Have sex again, which you're doing now, which is amazing. Phenomenal. So really you know, phenomenal. I always feel like life. a whole new person when I have a roast dinner. You know, that's, really <laughs> 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 that's fulfilling enough for me. I would like a roast dinner. I've not oh, had a roast dinner in a divine? while. Yeah, I love a but yeah, dinner. all advocate of all the new sex. When you break up, go have all the sex. Kind of explore and, and go live your life. Go, especially if you've been having a dry spell. That wouldn't have been the best. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Um, so have less dry and make it wet again. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, that um, brings us right up to the end of the show. So sad. I know. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you very much. Amazing to have you here. So remind us again about all the incredible things you're doing. Bad Romance, your new Lady Gaga cover comes out Friday. Friday, it does indeed. November Uh, 1st. It does indeed. And I'll be having, uh, I'm going on tour next March. I'm not going to let you know who with, but it's all very, very exciting. Exciting. Um, And yeah, EP in January. And if you want to keep posted on it uh, follow me on Instagram it's just Jamie Hannah Twitter just Jamie Hannah Facebook just Jamie Hannah that's with the just yeah I didn't really think that through um, <laughs> you just made it really confusing just but... Jamie <laughs> Hannah and it's palindromic H-A-N-N-A-H some people forget the H on the end okay well I'm super super I, have you got a January date for us or is it EP? Yeah. No, not yet. Okay, so it's sometime in January. I like being very elusive. From know? from New Year's Day, I'm going to be sitting braced and ready. Steady on. Just refreshing. Like, Just come be on. careful. Ugh. Like, come on, where is it? I'm oh, ready for you're it. You're too sweet. <laughs> well, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show, and everybody should follow you on your journey. And, you know, you're already doing amazing things and absolutely killing it oh, out there. It's been there. such a pleasure. Thank you so, so much. Yeah, everyone should go follow you. Everyone should give you all the love in the world. And. Oh. Hopefully it continues to go well. Oh, you're too kind. Thank you. Oh, and oh, and happy Halloween, by the way, everyone. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> we'll see you later. You've been listening to a FUBAR Radio podcast. For more information, go to foobarradio.com.